0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cool Talks. I'm today's host, me Jack, and of course we have Grady
1: (laughs) and Drew.
0: I thought I was Drew for a second. He does, but that's not the topic of today's story time. Today's story time. Not Grady's dementia. Yeah, it's well, you know, if you study like five thousand hours a day, it ages your brain. But again, I have
2: short-term memory loss now. I swear. Okay, Dory. Yeah, You forgot anyway. that I'm still doing the intro here. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should restart.
0: <laughs> I think it's very off the cuff and natural.
2: I think it's funny. It's, it's too, too late very now. Funny.
0: Yeah. No, we're doubling down. Anyway, today I will be talking about my experiences at my first ever job uh, at Mathnasium. Drew asked what Mathnasium
1: that. is. What's Mathnasium? Okay,
0: I'm glad you asked, Drew. So basically, <laughs> it's uh, a franchisee, math specific tutoring and like learning center that serves like all the way from like kindergarten to high school. Right. So the, the idea is that somebody, you know, an aspiring small business owner who doesn't have the creativity to come up with their own business says, Hey, you know, I will license out your math materials and all your decorations and signs and use your curriculum mathnasium and I'll give you some money and, you know, I'll get some students and we'll just split it and then I'll give minimum wage to some high school students and make them, Teach the children math.
2: Just kind of like your standard tutoring center.
0: Yeah, it's not too complicated. Like essentially, they have a curriculum where like you can like get caught up, like if you like are falling behind in math, or you can like come in with your homework, and then the the tutors the the me Do it for the you. people, yeah, we help you. But honestly, depending on how annoying you are, your mileage may vary. Are you
1: more likely to help them <laughs> if they're annoying? Or less likely because you don't so like them. if Because you want to get them out of your hair. If a
0: student were to ask me the same question like five times in a row on a different problem and it's very identical, I'd be like... <laughs> be like, it, it, It'd almost be like they're guessing. Is like, it this? No. This? No. This? No. I'd be like, it's that one. And then they, <laughs> like at, at that point, it's like, I'm not sure how much I'm helping you because I've explained the concept. I've had the other person explain the concept. You're just not getting it. I, I don't know. I feel like we're just kind of Hand holding you through your homework, and then by the time they're done, they just leave. I, again, your mileage may vary. Mathnasium uh, in California, I've heard, not in Arizona, but in California, it's very prestigious. Like they, people fight to get in. There's like limited spots because they're all trying to get ahead educationally with their kids.
2: I would believe it.
0: But, but the one I worked at, at least, was almost more of like a like a daycare. Like where parents <laughs> like are just like, I'm just gonna throw my kid here for an hour and a half after school. And, you know, it's math, it's educational, they'll be fine. They love it. No, they don't.
1: So this is your career <laughs> as a professional math babysitter?
0: Basically, yeah. And this is my first job, too, my you. So I have very... So you how old? I was 18. I didn't have okay. a job in high school. I didn't have a car or any way to, like, get to a job. So as soon as I graduated high school, and a little before, I was, I was looking because I needed a way to afford my car while I was in college. I was like, oh, part-time job, perfect. What could go wrong? Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, no, exactly. So it wasn't terrible, I I guess to go chronologically, I show up for my interview slash test because they don't just take you at your word that you know math. They do give Mm -hmm. you like a a mathnasium employee employment test and then, you know, they make you take it. And I don't know what happened. I think I had a cold or something that day because I don't remember anything like happening, but I like turn it in and then I'm just like crash. That, uh, after that I, I think I was mildly sick and then the the boss lady comes back to me and she's like, yeah, your test was really bad. do you want to come retake it And then I vividly remember reanswering every single because it was the exact same she didn't give me like a different test It was the same test and I remember all of my answers being identical and suddenly the second time I turned it in it was like acceptable see so what that's called I think I think there was just gaslighting
1: hiring standards. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I dropping either I'm an idiot who's bad at math, or she was like gaslighting me, like trying to make me second guess myself so she could like offer me a lower wage. That's just my crazy theory. I I mean,
2: I could see I mean I've never thought of you as bad at math. You (laughs) and your chemical engineering degree.
1: My guess is you did the same score the second time, and she was like, God, but like we really need an employee. Honestly,
0: that could be true because the way the employment cycle at mathnasium it's like an ebb and a flow like it's it's mostly high school students and some college students so which i would have been at that time a college student coming in and every time you know the seniors in high school or you know in college graduate they all leave so there was an entire class of seniors graduating moving around the country Mm -hmm. so i i became once i got hired the most senior employee At like three months in, yeah, on sounds right. Oh, I'm in charge now. Did did that give you a little bit of a big head at all? No, it kind of made me look back on it. I was like, man, this ship is sinking. Yeah, it it does does the opposite. Honestly,
1: (laughs) you lose all care for the company and anything you're doing at a certain point. It's
0: like when you when you start to see like the corners getting cut. Yeah, the things that just don't line up with like your official training you take on the website, and then versus what you do on the job day to day. You, you there's this very big difference and so apathy set in apathy did set in but it's almost like you have to put out so many fires that you're always busy going from mm. one to the next Got to it. the other that like you don't really have time to like get away with not doing any work <laughs> it, it was it was always interesting because i would show up there right right before we open you know clean up turn on the lights and everything get everything set up and then you know just sit there and like one two kids would come in the first hour and then maybe, like, five or six a second. And then we'd have, like, a dozen for the ne- for that third hour. And then back to, like, two or three for the final hour. Because they're only open, like, about four hours every day after school. Which is not great, honestly, for, like, making money. You- and you're getting, like, paid barely minimum wage. You're just like, damn, that really wasn't worth it, was it? <laughs> that wasn't worth the drive back. But, yeah, no, there was... There was the like kind of that middle hour where the peak of like the amount of people who came in at once was where it was like seven or eight students to an instructor. That's a lot. How oh. do they even? I mean, oh my god. I mean, that's For half actual, a teacher
1: has though.
2: Yeah, I know, but most teachers like. They Our go adults. to the front of the room, and they're not like one-on-one sitting there yeah. with you paper paper. Like,
1: and they have experience in teaching and aren't right. just random right. high schoolers. we got a
0: lot working against me here. No prior experience. <laughs> I'm not an adult, so I'm not respected by the Failed children. the test. <laughs> failed the test. I don't know why I'm here.
2: Not to mention, I don't think that you have the students who know how to do it themselves
0: no, because at, at Mathnasium. That's no. the problem. Like, the clientele for at least this specific area at Mathnasium is behind not trying to get ahead. So yeah. when you're already behind doing like remedial math stuff, that's fine. Like, will help you, but that type of person is generally less of a go getter, less of a. They good don't student. care
1: about math too much.
0: They don't care about learning in general. I
2: mean, or they school. might in plenty of other areas, but yeah, it's but like ma- when you're bad at something and people tell you you're bad at something, I feel like it's really. Oh yeah, necessary. math
0: education is just bad. bad. Generally, education is not. <laughs> at least well in done the state of
1: Arizona, great.
2: we are ranked forty-nine out of fifty. I think.
0: That's up from 51. That's so.
2: terrible. So you, anyway, so apathy and then too busy for the apathy to actually mean anything. So you right. just have to keep working and working and working.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, it wasn't all bad. Like, first of all, like my coworkers, they were great. We had this, you know, total camaraderie of like, oh, yeah. we're all in this together. Woo-hoo. The crew goes down with the ship. Exactly. And then you know there were some some of the kids I liked too. Like you'd get a rapport with them, and you'd be like a little invested in like, oh my gosh, how would you do on your math test? Did you do good? Oh, you didn't. Well, I wasn't <laughs> that investment, I don't care. Whatever. Because there were there were uh, several categories of students which were interesting. There were the the ones who were just they hated math, they hated math class, and they hated being there, and they they made sure to let me know that. And any opportunity they had to show me how much they did, distested being there, they would let me know. Then there were the the very rare, like trying to get ahead ones, which usually like great students, very polite. But honestly, sometimes more work than the apathetic amino ones mm. because these would be the ones doing like calculus or something. And I'm like that. Oh that's crap. I took that like last year. Let me think. When you
2: remember what a derivative is and you know how to integrate, but you don't remember how to do this specific thing. No, exactly. Chain rule.
0: It would be like I'd be like, okay, give me your textbooks. I have to reread this and reteach myself. Like, that takes, like, way more effort. Yes. And, like, I could do a table, a couple okay. tables of two remedial math upside down telling them, like, uh-huh, yeah, that's wrong. That's right. That's wrong. It's so, easier.
1: So what was the trick for teaching people who don't want to be taught? Because I feel like that's one of the hardest things if you didn't just give up.
0: Okay, so there's the, the Mathanasium official way. is within their curriculum, they have these binders that are custom printed out because, like, the students take tests, too. And whatever questions they get wrong inform, like, okay, what well, we have to print out worksheets for them-wise, right? And every time they complete a worksheet and I check over to make sure it's correct, we give them a little stamp on this little star in the corner, and they have these little cards. And then every time we fill up the whole card with uh, stamps, it's like a, like a ticket. It's worth you know, one ticket, and there's like a prize shelf. Not super motivating, honestly. Okay. Yeah. It's not super motivating for a couple of reasons. Like One is that any prizes that aren't just junk food they will never care about. Never. It's also just
2: like too far down the road, right?
0: It's like they have to do a like ten worksheets plus to fill out a card. I mean, honestly, like the cards were probably like twenty or thirty worksheet pages before they were That's filled crazy. out. Crazy, well, tiny. for the weirdest thing is like the level at which they were subscribed informed how many stars were on their card. So, like, the ones whose parents paid more actually, I think, had less stars on their tickets, so they were able to redeem them more often.
1: That just seems like a terrible operating practice. It was like a
0: weird pay-to-win scheme, but, like, if it wasn't snacks, they wouldn't buy them. Mm. Fair enough. So, So, you know, they're hungry. They just got home—they're not home yet. You know, they just got here from school. Lunch was hours ago. So,
1: clearly the Mathnasium plan doesn't exactly work for unmotivated students. Did you do anything
0: different? I mean, honestly, it's, like, you just have to, like, talk to them or even, like, offer them things you're not supposed to be. Like, look, if you can, like, get this sheet done, I'll let you dick around on your phone and pretend I don't see it. As long as the boss does not I don't care. Just make a tiny bit of progress. So appealing to what they actually care about. Yeah, because, like, they love the snacks, but it's, like, completely out of reach for them if they're not going to put in any effort. Mm -hmm. So it's, like... I'd rather you just get your actual homework done, so your parents don't come in and complain. We can just ignore the official mathnasium curriculum. It's and also, just probably just do it.
2: more legitimate for their own
0: life as well. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a problem because here's here's the other category, a student I haven't mentioned yet. The ones I call lifers, which are just they're just there. It's always. the daycare. Well, not the not just the daycare, but like that they want them to catch up in math, but mathnasium is just holding them where they are, so they're not failing the classes, but they're right at the edge. okay it's like life support like we're like we're like the mechanical breathing apparatus for their grade it's like the homework is only getting done because they come in and do it with us there and without that they can't succeed but we also they're not so they're not driven enough and and slash or we're not skilled enough or driven enough to teach them to get past that so there's no improvement over time it's just a stagnation and then it becomes a crutch. even at that point yeah it's at the point where they can't do the homework without us and then
2: oops and that's worse how did it make you feel like being a part of creating this it's like that just feels like you would feel bad about yourself i did
0: did feel bad i was like dang like i can't help you (laughs) like i will help you get through your homework and you can do this curriculum stuff but like Honestly it's like four years behind you at this point now. Like we're just dragging you through this and it's like it's painful for everybody involved because, you know, they are suffering at every level of math, not mm-hmm. understanding and we're suffering trying to explain them math that they don't know the foundations so of yet.
2: Is this like elementary to middle school type kids
0: or are you having kids who are in high school this still? Is, there's some weird stuff going on with the high school, but yeah, that's that's where all the most notable stuff happens. Is the high school? Level. Gotcha. Because mm. I mean, you have tutors who are younger than the people they're tutoring, and that's where it's it weird. That
1: would be bad. Like you just wouldn't want to respect that person. I could see well, from they, a lot of people. They don't.
0: In in a lot of cases, it was it was weird. I mean, honestly, the the bratty middle school ones, those they were the worst behaviorally mm. wise. But like as far as a dynamic went, you know, somebody who's like a year older than you, is it's a little weird honestly To like how do you because like you're supposed to be in charge of them but then they're learning and give them like a little stamp on their sticker book and they're like 18 just years demeaning. old and it's like <laughs> it's like
1: you don't care about this i don't care about this like honestly it's a little demeaning
0: it. for yeah. the middle schoolers i'm like, I feel like i'm sorry that age,
2: i would just want to help them pass like yeah. just getting your high school yeah. degree at a certain point would at
0: be that more point, important than. At that point, they're learning. a little more extrinsically, intrinsically motivated versus also, the extrinsic motivated. That is
1: true because if you're in high school and going, you probably have your own agency in going or not.
0: Yeah, hopefully, that's kind of most of them generally did.
1: Yeah, so that would actually be a little bit better.
0: A weird side tangent to this whole age discrepancy thing is that. There are two two high schoolers coming in, you know, a boyfriend and a girlfriend. At some point mm. they break up, so then it's like you, we never see them at, in at the same time cuz now it's awkward. I'm sure that carpooling thing was weird. But then the even more awkward part is that my female coworker starts dating the the male the student, student who is Ooh. older than her, yeah. <laughs> I was just like what? That's a conflict of interest. On? You got to report that to HR. <laughs> I know yeah, is going to be like, "Mm. Your $12.50 an hour job uh, might
2: be on the line for this one." <laughs> So is your general experience as you've kind of, like, been doing this as you're getting down the road is, like, I just hate this job and I just show up?
0: Or, like, has your mentality changed <laughs> as you've had the job? Or, so a lot of it was, like, being kept so busy that you, I didn't have the time to be introspective. Because I was doing this on top of college, right? Yeah. So it's, like, when as soon as my class is done, I have to walk all the way to the faraway lot, drive all the way back, then do my job for four hours, and then I go home. Which so is it's like, like nine PM. At that point, it's nine PM, and I'm just like, need to study for my test the next day. And gotcha. that that sucks. And it's like, mm. I guess the takeaway was like, how to get a lot done when you don't have time to do it. So like, where can I cut corners to achieve something else that I actually want to get done without, necess- you know, without anything going critical, right? Like, how much th- can I ignore without something going wrong?
1: That's what I learned, but through procrastination.
0: Fair enough. Different strokes for different folks. You know, Uh, maybe procrastinating would have been more worth it. So it seems like the coping
2: mechanism there was just something you didn't like, but not letting it overtake the things that you actually do want. So just kind of getting through it, getting,
0: creating time for what you like actually want. Right. I mean, sometimes I would do, like, my own homework there because, like, it looks – it's pretty easy to look like you're doing math when you're doing math. So, it's – Fair enough. Especially if they're already doing calculus there. And then, you know, like, I I was trustworthy enough that the boss didn't come in a lot of the time because, like, I I was definitely her number one because I had that senior already three months in, right? It's like I was there. She even entrusted me to, like, kind of take things over when she went on vacation for, like, a couple of months Mm -hmm. out of country. A couple months. Very nice. Yeah, that was, like, that was fantastic.
1: That sounds sarcastic.
0: Yeah, I asked for a raise at the end for doing all that work, and then she's like, "Mm, no, I would have given you a bonus based on new customers that you signed in, but you didn't sign any in. I was like, it was summer nobody's in school. <laughs> We're not going to get it. That was such bullshit. I'm still mad about that to this day. <laughs> to this day, because I was getting like 13 an hour at that point. I'm like, can I have a, can I have a crumb of money, please, please? for doing please? your job? It's crazy how much wages want. have gone up. I know. That's a different point. It makes me sound like I'm a boomer working in the coal mine 20 years ago. No, this was four years ago when I started. Yeah, so you got ripped off. I really did. That wasn't worth the effort mm. in.
2: How, that. how much of this translated to what you were thinking when you were looking for employment
0: after this oh a well, huge amount first of all no kids i will not do not <laughs> want to work with children at any level um hopefully you know no math either for like, like not in like a job job but like just in like in addition to college, just to earn money, mm. don't want to do more math, like, cause it's like mentally. Tech. I just want to do the most simplest, remedial, like robot work that's just super easy to turn your brain off, and you can just listen to something. You don't have to like talk to people or put out fires or be responsible for children. That was awful. <laughs> so I did. I did get like an office admin job at ASU. So you know, no travel, no big brain thinking, no children. So it hit all my requirements at that point. Avoiding irritants. Yeah, I mean, like, if you have to put in extra willpower to get through your job when you're already trying to get through college, it's just going to, it's going to, like, take a toll on your grades. And it makes sense. <laughs> you
1: can't enjoy the other aspects of your life because you're just too exhausted. Yeah,
0: and then, of course, I saved a whole bunch of time by not commuting to it anymore, which so yeah. is uh, fantastic.
2: Did that same mentality
0: get applied to, like, a full-time job? I mean, I probably will stand by the no kids thing, but, you know, you, you do have to use math in jobs that will make you money, generally. Mm. Uh, and. You know what yeah. I just I just kind of learned what a bad job is, which is important yeah. honestly. Yeah, like, it to, like boss wasn't wasn't horrible, but obviously like stingy oh. and taking advantage of me. 100%. In my
1: opinion, it's worse when you have like the boss who's a bad per or like a good person but a bad boss, because yeah. then you stay in the bad job for a lot longer than you should.
0: Right, like I emphasized, like I meant the so they had kids right, and they also worked slash used the math. So, yeah, and I was just. I was just there wondering, like, I don't think that's technically allowed. Whatever. But, like, I got to know them as people, and, like, we were on good terms. So I was like, you really can't scrape together, like, five extra dollars a day for me? Is yeah. That, is I really, you're really going to say no to that request? That's, that's a dick move. Oh, <laughs> wow.
2: That's funny. Uh,
0: there was this one time, completely off topic, no emotional growth here, but there was one time the toilet in the back, the seal of some sort, broke, mm. and the entire uh, room flooded with noxious... Sewer fumes, Gross. and I had to teach the kid. There only, only one showed up that day. I think like all the rest like showed up, smelled it, and like left. They're like, yeah, my parents love me, so I'm actually not gonna go through this right now, <laughs> except for that one kid. So he and he and I were right next to the door with it wide open at like the chess table that they have set up for you know like chess is math, right? Come in and look at our program, and that's where I was helping him with his homework while like, <gasps> okay, and then you do this, <gasps> okay, and then yeah, carry the two. It was fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. I mean there was just there's so many dumb things that happened at that job like that Like there was the fact that literally every day some Asian man who did not speak English always a different guy But it was always always an Asian man who didn't speak English would walk in the door look around confused and I'd be like No, no, the sushi place is the next door there. I don't know how this kept happening there would be it'd be just some Asian guy would show up look in for the restaurant that was next door even though there's, like, numbers and, like, huge letters of, like, math and the like, numbers, like, on the, on the glass right outside. And, like, it's super obviously, like, the restaurant's next to us because there's, like, the little gated area with the seats on the outside so people enjoy the food outside. I don't know why that kept happening. That's That's really shocking.
1: (laughs) Maybe he didn't know math and he saw the symbols and he assumed it was a different language. And he was like, yes, this must be the foreign food place.
0: Sometimes it would smell like the fish from the sushi. Sometimes. I never went there. I probably should have gone to that restaurant in my my math attire. That would have been like three hours of work, though. It's how they like it. So if
2: there's someone who's, you know, same thing, freshman year of college Mm, and is looking for some sort of job. What would you recommend in that situation, given your experience? You know I, I what? First
0: of all, I would recommend get a job a little younger than I did because, uh, you know, I did it right away, right when I graduated high school, but I ideally would have wanted a job earlier, and that way you can kind of learn a little more when you're in high school and the stakes are pretty low. You don't yeah. like, need that money to survive necessarily, whereas, like, I had to have a job to pay for my car the whole time. Like, I didn't want loans or anything, so it was, like, a priority to me to always have a job. And then, of course, I, I had this job for a really long time, too, even though it kind of sucked. So I would say, like, first of all, figure out what a bad job is first. And then <laughs> second, if you're in one, quit it. Find another one. The market's great as of right now. Would you I was, quit and then find one or try and find one before you quit? So it, when I was in that job, I would have to have found one and then quit. But actually, what I, what, what I would recommend now is, is quit and then find the job. Right. Not just can. the market, but like if you're available just to just get, get out of the bad job this faster possible. I was unemployed between the mathematician and my office job for like two months, and I felt horrible for those two months, but I did not feel bad, as bad as if I was showing up to That's Yeah, that's the, the t- takeaway. Like, even though I had like zero income for two months and I was stressed about like financial stuff, I was not like worrying about where I had to be at what time, I was not worrying about like how am I going to study for school. It was fantastic. It was a great, great break from that. Gotcha. So don't stay for eighteen months like I did. Is what I would say because that was three semesters of college, and half we, of your college experience. Yeah, half because I, I graduated a year early. So I only took six semesters. Three of them were at mathnasium. The you other three, the three were, were online. COVID. <laughs> so I don't think I had a good. Those two months where I wasn't working at mathnasium and I wasn't doing online school where were like. Those were good. Those are what I remember as my college experience because mm-hmm. I actually had to do stuff.
2: Yeah, I remember when you were trying to go to the career fair, trying to find something. It, there's a lot of like them shaking hands but not giving out very many jobs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Also,
1: when places are like, they don't give you any information about the pay until you're too deep in the fi- like the hiring process. You really, really want to quit. They try to now. undercut you because you already invested so much time.
0: Yeah. yeah at that point.
2: For you, what were like the. If you had to break it down to like three identifiers for I immediately know this is a bad
0: job moving okay. forward, like. All right, so immediate, if you are very soon into the job and suddenly you are then thrust into like a leadership position with like no prior experience, it's just like everybody else. <laughs> Look at the turnover rate. Yeah, like if, yeah, the turnover rate. That's fantastic. Huge. It was huge. Yes,
1: that's a big one it's
0: seasonal it's like 90 percent year to year basically
1: people are leaving for a reason look for it
0: exactly so there's one the turnover rate and like if you're suddenly if you're suddenly in charge because by default that's a big warning sign two is a rejection of like very minor uh pay increases i feel like i wasn't asking for much but the fact that it was denied full See, out. Come on.
1: Your boss did the same thing I did, where they're like, oh, yeah, so when you bring in extra clients, that's where you get paid extra. We'll just never increase your pay. So when they basically are like, yeah, you can make as much money as you're willing to work for, but in reality, it's just a lie and they're trying to scam you.
2: Yeah, I mean, right. Unless it's a sales position. Yeah, unless you it's a
1: distinctly commission based job. S- yeah.
0: Yeah, like that was part of the problem. Is that I it was also on top of everything I've already described as my duties. It's also it was also a sales position. Like if parents walk in the door, I have to like sell them on our our mm-hmm. curriculum and our service.
1: So realistically, when they start having you do things that are outside of your job description,
0: but that was all. That. Basically, uh. the job description was gigantic and not worth twelve an hour. Mm. <laughs> that I guess that would be number two. Is uh, did I already do two? I yeah, that was two. Right. Okay, yeah. Basically, you know, if they're not giving you what you deserve it's probably not a good job like if you're being asked to babysit teach sell clean <laughs> uh, when you're like massively people. multifaceted,
2: but you're also on like when you're right, running a business like, and
1: not getting paid for running a business right
0: exactly like I'm scraping you know just the tiny little foam off the top <laughs> that this business is generating because there were corners yeah. cut in so many places and then uh, three I guess what would three be? There's so many
2: bad things. Well, what about your personal experience at Mathnasium was a big red flag looking
0: back. Outside of those first two, or was that mainly it? I mean, those were the big ones, but I would say the uh, lack of like any sort of like future, like why, like any uh. reason to continue, is also like there's jobs that you're doing just for money, and I think at a certain point you have to like rationalize that. No, like this is this is a for money job.
1: It's a job, not a career.
0: Right. It's like, I'm not going to expect to build this into anything. This isn't going to like look fantastic on a resume. There's no reason to get this job other than getting the money. Sometimes
2: you need that job if you're in a spot where you need the money, though. Yeah, which like, You like, take I need it, it yeah. but you immediately start looking to
1: leave, and you hold it only as long as you need to. Exactly.
0: Yeah. like It's the type of job you don't even need to list on your resume. If you're just like, I just need it for money, I'd rather put a yeah. gap than say I worked somewhere for two months, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's especially accurate for the jobs that pay a lot,
2: but don't lead anything like serving in a really nice restaurant you can make like more than 50 grand a year doing that but like it's not gonna let you go in engineering like
0: no advanced server
1: unless you serve dinner to elon musk and hand him your business card i've seen that as a tiktok that's funny
0: (laughs) i don't think i'd recommend that i don't think elon musk would be a great boss how would you like to wrap things up well i would like to say uh uh, my mathnasium was probably worse uh, than most. Uh, your mileage may vary. That's that's pretty much it. But know a bad job when you uh, moral when of the you story.
1: Your mileage may vary.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, for real. I don't want to make any like bold claims or anything. I just like I had a bad job, and you know what? You you probably also had a bad job. And if you're in one now, maybe try to not be in that job anymore.
2: There's a lot available right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, also, hmm. when I was uh, hunting for real jobs, I reached back out to my old boss and got totally ghosted. <laughs> That's so funny. That was... funny.
2: <laughs> That's a completely different problem. Anyway, if you guys enjoyed, definitely hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to grow the channel. Eventually, we'll get somewhere. Anyway, see you guys in the next episode.
0: Cool inspiring. Wow. We'll pay an exposure. <laughs>